A lot of times when learning songwriting or really learning any new thing, there's a lot of what to say yes to, say yes to adding this thing, say yes to trying this method, say yes to trying this, write all of the things. But sometimes we totally ignore what may be equally important or maybe even more important, which is when to say no, things to not do or things to get rid of. Today, we're going to talk about the word no and how it can apply and enhance our songwriting. Hello, friend. Welcome to the 120th episode of the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about songwriting and the importance of the word no instead of the word yes because sometimes the word no is actually more helpful than the word yes right sometimes adding more is not always the answer sometimes trying even more new things is not always the answer sometimes saying no to things is equally or maybe even more important than saying yes so we're going to talk about how that applies to songwriting but before we dive in if you have not grabbed it yet or if you're new here i do have a free guide on 10 different ways to start writing a song so if you're a person who's just starting songwriting or if you're a person who started songwriting but a lot of your songs sort of sound the same or you start writing songs in the same way right like say you always grab an acoustic guitar come up with a chord progression and then sort of hum a melody on top of it and that's how you write your song Eventually, those songs are going to start to sound the same, probably. So a good way to avoid that is to start writing a song from a different standpoint, from a different angle. This free guide talks about 10 different ways to do it, five from a lyrical perspective and five from a musical perspective. So if you're a lyrics first person, there's five ways for you. And if you are a music first person, there's five ways for you. Also, if you're a person that does want to stretch a little bit outside of whatever your method is, which is a good thing to do, I think. I think it's good to do some lyrics first and some music first because they both have strengths and weaknesses, which I talked about in a previous episode. But uh, if you want to do that, but you don't really know where to start with, say, lyrics first, you're so used to music first, uh, there will be five ways for you to actually break outside of your box and try the alternate method of whatever you're used to. So lyrics first, if you've already done music first, and vice versa. So today, though, oh, sorry. And the link will be in the description if you're on YouTube. Uh, it's at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Forgot to mention where to actually get it. That doesn't make sense, Joseph. Come on, Joseph. It's okay. If you're if you're talking to me over the podcast thinking I hear, I hear you. I hear you. I know I messed it up. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to keep going. We're all good. So number one, we're going to talk about three main ways to say no and how it can help you in your songwriting. Number one is the songs that you choose not to write can be as important as the songs you choose to write. And I feel like I've never heard somebody talk about this, um, but I think it's really important because I remember being, and sometimes I still am, almost intimidated when I hear, for example, that, you know, sometimes artists will say something like, oh yeah, we wrote like a hundred songs for this album and then 10 of them made the cut. And I always think to myself, you wrote a hundred songs in a year? Like how crappy were most of those songs? And honestly, half the time, you know, most albums, half half the songs that make the album are still kind of crappy. So I imagine really, really bad. But I always ask myself like, well, isn't there a point along the journey that you realize uh, this song doesn't really have that much potential or I feel like it's not going in a good direction? And then wouldn't it be worth your time, more worth your time to not continue to continue to develop a song that is kind of eh, 
When you have another song idea or another song that's really starting to come along, wouldn't you rather spend more time making that a really good song? So I always wondered, like, why do people do that method, right? Maybe spend more time on the songs you are going to release and less time just sort of spraying and praying, right? Like, write all of the songs as quickly as possible and then we'll take the best ones. Like, maybe the best ones are still not going to be that good. So anyway, I've always found that kind of intimidating. And personally, my, my answer to it and what's worked better for me is actually just not writing that many songs. Instead, I will start to write a bunch of different songs. I will have partially developed a bunch of different songs, but I don't go so far as to completely finish and write songs where maybe I don't feel ready to complete the song. Maybe I feel like the song, eh, it's not really that, it's not an interesting enough idea, or it's not really going anywhere, so I just leave it alone. So instead of writing a hundred songs, to end up releasing only five, I spend a, most of my time developing and really working on the five that I am going to release. Because who gives a rip how good the other ones are? So why invest all that time in something by finishing a song, especially if early on? It's like if you start investing in, I don't know, some some stock that clearly is going nowhere, right? Like, if you were investing in Blockbuster, it's like, this is clearly dying. And then you just keep investing in it, even though you know, like, this is only going down. But you keep investing in it. Why? Why would you do that? If you know the song is probably going to be okay at best, when you're 25% done with writing it, why keep going? It's just a waste of time, right? So we just don't have enough time, especially those of us who, like, this is not our full-time job, right? This, our full-time job is not, we just songwrite. You, you don't have time to write 100 songs in a year to come up with five good ones. You just don't have that kind of time. So don't do that. Say no to completing songs that aren't going anywhere or that right now you don't feel equipped to actually finish well. There's plenty of songs that I've started and I thought this is really good so far, but I just couldn't figure out. Say I have a song that for a while I just had the chorus that I really loved. I couldn't figure out verses to save my life. So I waited a few years and then I was able to finish it. Why does it matter, right? It's fine. In theory, you're working on enough songs that at any given point, you can kind of let one song slide and just work on another one instead. So point number one is the songs you choose not to write can be as important as those you do. Don't keep sinking time into a song that you f don't believe in or a song that you feel is just kind of lackluster at the end of the day. Don't sink so much time into it. Start writing a song that you do believe in more. Start writing a song or keep working on a song that has more potential in your opinion. Number two, less is more. You've probably heard that before, or less can be more. Slash kill your darlings. So kill your darlings is usually a term used more in the author world or in the screenwriter world and in, in the story writing world. And what it means is sometimes you have a character or something in your book or in your movie that you really love and you love it so much you don't want to kill it off or you don't want to end their story arc. But sometimes the story really demands that they need to be right. You might have a favorite character that just needs to die for the story and it will make the story more compelling right and you have to make those hard choices 
and this really applies to songwriting too. As if you've been a listener for a while or watcher, if you're on YouTube, you know that I'm a really big fan of taking inspiration and taking sort of learning from other art forms, right? Because at some point, creativity is it's not all the same, right? Like just because you're a songwriter doesn't mean you can just go write a screenplay or go write a novel. It's not all the same. But we can learn things from other creative avenues and other creative forms. So the equivalent to me of killing your darlings when it comes to songs is sometimes you might write an extra verse. You might not need three verses. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, okay, this third verse is making the song even more long, right? Because that third verse probably also means that you have yet another repetition of the chorus, right? Because you might go verse one, chorus, verse two, chorus, verse three, chorus, bridge chorus or something, right? You just made it four choruses necessary instead of three choruses. So, So adding one verse often can result in adding a lot to a song, or maybe you just have one of those where like the first verse is really like a first verse and second verse, right? It's twice as big as the second verse. Very common thing to do. But now it's taking like a minute to get to your first chorus, which might be a little too long. It might make your song start to drag. So a question you really need to ask yourself is not, is this part of the song good? Because maybe it is really good. The question is, is it really necessary for the song? Does it help the song overall? Because you might write an awesome third verse or second verse. It might be great. But does it help the song? Is it necessary in the song? Maybe you have three verses. The first verse clearly moves the story forward. The second verse you love. You think it's well written. You think there's some clever imagery in there. And then the third verse, but but the second verse, though, might not really move the story forward that much. But the third verse goes back to really moving the story forward. So maybe that second verse, keep it, but maybe take it out of this song. Maybe it should become a verse in another song. Maybe it can become a chorus in another song. Maybe it's a great idea that just needs to hit the cutting room floor. Because, I mean, it's like deleted scenes in movies, right? Sometimes you find deleted scenes in movies that you're like, this was so good. Why was this not in the movie? And the reality of why it wasn't in the movie sometimes is just that, you know, people are imperfect and and that's true of editors and those who are paid big bucks to make movies. But a lot of times it's because it didn't fit into the flow of the movie and it just wasn't necessary and it it felt clunky in context of the rest of the movie. And in the same way, if your second verse makes your song drag, if 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 you know, you have a bridge that kind of just is meh and it's unnecessary and it feels like you just wrote it because you like, ah, well, it needs a bridge. Does it need a bridge? I don't know. Sometimes you need to learn to kill your darlings. You need to get rid of a part of a song that you may love. It might even be a part of a song that is really good, but is it necessary in the song? Is it really something that moves the story forward? If the answer is no, maybe consider cutting it. And I have a hard time with this. So if you're thinking, I, Joseph, I, I, where where do I even start with that? I feel you. I really do. Because I recently I had to do this. There was a song that just, I couldn't figure out why it just wasn't working. It felt like it was dragging. And I'm like, wait a second. I have three verses here. Do I really need all three? The first one's great. And the third one's really great and moves the story forward. The second one, though, just kind of hovered in the same place as the first verse. It, it was it was good. It was well written, but it didn't. If I took it out from the song, the song didn't change, really. It got shorter, but it overall, the story of the song remained the same. 
So I cut it. And now the song actually feels like it is at the right pace and it starts and finishes when it should. It tells the story and gets out. It's not overly gluttonous like, oh, I just I need more. I'm going to take even more of your time. So I get it. It can be hard. But sometimes you have to do it. And the good news, right, is just because you're cutting it from this song, you can use it in another song sometime. Maybe you can readapt it to be a chorus in another song. Another example of this can be sometimes you even have a part of a song that doesn't fit in that song, but it's a great part, right? You had a bridge that you just love, but you're like, wait a second, this doesn't fully make sense in the context of the story I'm telling here. Take it out. Let it be another a part of another song. All right. Point three. This one is not directly related to songwriting, but might be the most important of all. And that is to say no to time drains that infringe on your songwriting time. So back to, I'm assuming here that you have a life, right? You may have kids, you have family, you have friends, you have people that want to spend time with you, you have Netflix that wants your attention, you have now Disney Plus that wants your attention, you have YouTube that's easily accessible on your TV and you can add to the queue from your phone, which by the way, is that not amazing? Do you not love that? It's so great. You're just like adding stuff to your queue and you're like, I have an hour's worth of stuff that's just going to play on my TV and I don't have to go searching for videos every time. It's great. Thumbs up, YouTube. Speaking of thumbs up, if you're getting enjoyment or help from this and you're on YouTube, hit that like button. It would be much appreciated. So anyway, the point is there are a lot of things that take up your time. And hey, some of those things are good things, right? You know, if me spending time with my wife is a good thing, that's a thing I should do. You spending time with your kids is a good thing that you should do. Netflix and the other stuff is maybe a little more questionable. But the thing is, you can't, no matter how important something is, that doesn't mean that you need to spend all your time with that thing. And at some point, you do need to draw lines and prioritize the things you want to do. So you have to make songwriting a priority. It can't be something that if I have time, right, if time magically falls into my lap, then I will songwrite. Well, that's not always going to happen. In fact, usually it's not. If you're not actively making time for something, usually something easier or more fun and less work is going to fill that gap, right? Because as much as I love songwriting, as much as I love the process, sometimes, sometimes if you just want to relax, it is often like more relaxing for me to sit and mindlessly watch The Mandalorian for the third time or something, right? Like that's easier to do than to force yourself to sit, be creative at a keyboard, think through lyrics, research and, you know, Go to thesaurus.com to figure out like, okay, what's a more vibrant word that I can use instead of this word? Because I have like the word bad and that's a boring word that I don't really want in my song. I, I want something a little more visceral, a little more like packed with emotion. Songwriting is work. And even though it's fun work and it's fulfilling work and at the end of the day, it's probably my favorite thing to do, period. That doesn't mean I always feel like doing it. And that doesn't mean that it's always not some element of work. Right. It's, it just is less work to just mindlessly watch YouTube for an hour. So those things are going to automatically take more of your time. Things just take up your time. If you do not, if you are not in control of your calendar, if you're not in control of 
when you're going to songwrite, when your songwriting time is, it's going to disappear. You'll go months without actually songwriting. You might be listening to this thinking, wow, I think I've watched or listened to five of these podcasts straight and I haven't actually written any songs in that time. I haven't actually even written anything to do with the song. I haven't written a riff for a song. I haven't haven't even started a song, but I've listened to like five of these weekly podcasts in a row. That's a sign that you're not prioritizing your time. So sometimes you have to say no to your friend that wants to go skiing. Sometimes you have to say no to, you know, spending time in front of Netflix. And, you know, you may even have to say something like, okay, you know, my kids go to bed at nine. So from nine to 10 is my time to songwrite because maybe my kids go to bed. That can be time for my wife or my husband um, to, to, do whatever, right? So whoever you are, I know you have a life. You have other things, right? I don't have kids yet. I do have a wife. So I'm not as busy as some of you are going to be. But no matter what your scenario is, you have to say no to other things to protect your time to songwrite. Because if you don't protect your time to songwrite, it's not going to happen or at least it's not going to happen nearly as much as you would like. And if you're anything like me, I kind of start getting snarky and not fun to be around if I go too long without being allowed to have my creative time. Because songwriting is how I deal with stuff. And if you don't give me any songwriting time, I'm going to start to become not super fun to be around, which um, is not my favorite part of myself, but it's kind of the reality. I just, I, I need my self-therapy time, if you will. Drop a like if you can relate to that. Um, so anyway, those are the three main points on areas to say no. So just in review, the songs you choose not to write might be more important than those you do write. Less is more. Kill your darlings, right? Kill parts of your song that maybe aren't that necessary, that maybe make it drag a little bit. And then say no to time drains that are infringing on your songwriting time, even if those are good things. Right. Because spending time with my wife is a good thing. But does that mean that the only two things I should do in life is work, which is necessary to pay the bills and then spend time with my wife? No, <laughs> that's probably not what I should do. So um, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did and you haven't already, be sure to drop, drop a like if you are on YouTube. And if you're interested in more weekly content, this, of course, is the song writer theory podcast. So this is long form, you know, unedited. It's meant to be a podcast. These come out every single Monday, but I also have videos coming out throughout the week that actually are edited, including right now I'm doing the whole uh, one minute Wednesday where I try to teach something that's useful in less than a minute, uh, which is sort of uh, me, me paying back to you that I understand these are longer. So then I teach you something in a minute so that I don't waste or I shouldn't say waste. I don't think this is a waste of time, obviously, but that I don't take m too much more of your time. I understand that a podcast is, is a long form thing. So I make up for it with something that is extra short. And then uh, usually there's a regular size edited video on Friday. So if you're interested in all that, be sure to subscribe and click the little notification bell. And also sometimes listeners reach out and let me know about a song they wrote, which is awesome. And recently, also for the record, if I say any of these names wrong, 
my apologies. But DF Tweedy reached out to me a few weeks back with a song that he had written. And that's super awesome. It's called uh, Taryn. I believe that's how you pronounce the the name. I believe it's the name of a female based on its secondary title is a girl like this. Uh, he wrote that with his friend who I believe is Kevin Curtin, but I'm not entirely sure. But that's the name that it's under when you actually go to CD Baby or whatever to check out the song. But we are going to actually close out this this podcast instead of with the normal songwriter theory theme or whatever you would have never named it, but that theme music. Uh, We're actually going to end with a clip of this song. Super proud of you, DF. It's awesome that you're doing this. And hey, any listener who has written a song, email me, send it to me. It it makes, it, it warms my heart when I know that like things I'm teaching here, you're not just like smiling and nodding and saying, hey, thanks, that's cool. But you actually go out and, and write a song and record it. That's just awesome. Uh, makes my day every time. And uh, and hey, if it's clean, I'll be happy to throw it on the end of a podcast like this. Thank you all for listening. And uh, DF Tweedy is going to sing us out today. Also, there will be a link in the description below uh, with a link to, I believe it's the CD Baby page where you can find his full song on Spotify or Pandora. I think iTunes is on there, a bunch of things like that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I will talk to you next week. She stays in my life.